0: Welcome to the ADHD Open Space Podcast. My name is Gray Miller, and I will be your host and facilitator as we explore ideas, workarounds, accommodations, and other aspects of being a professional adult with ADHD. Most of this will come from my perspective as a cis white male in his mid-50s, living in the Midwest who found out a year ago, That I've been living with ADHD my entire life. I am not an expert on ADHD, except maybe in not knowing I've had it for half a century and somehow still getting by. But I promise to cite my sources or at least admit when I'm repeating something I read on the interwebs. If I say anything you don't agree with, you're welcome to call me on it and let me know. This podcast is also part of the lead up into the first ADHD open space happening in Madison, Wisconsin on January 20th, 2024. You can learn more about that event both here in the show and at the website ADHDopen.space. The first 30 episodes of this podcast are also being released as part of National Podcast Post Run, Na Pod NAPODPOMO. That means things might get a little rough, but it's going to be fun. Kind of like ADHD, right? Enjoy the show. So it occurred to me as I was reviewing some of the subjects and things that I've been talking about in this uh, series of podcasts that I've been sort of falling victim to a bit of jingoism in that I've been referring to things that I sort of assume everyone knows about, which they may actually not necessarily. And one of those that I keep bringing up is executive function. And this is partially selfish because I have discovered that I really, really enjoy finding ways to externalize executive function and use that to um, improve my quality of life and living, and hopefully share them with other people and let them enjoy it too. But let's uh, step back a second and let's talk about what exactly we mean when we say executive function. And uh, this is gonna be a four-part series. I'm gonna have this one, which is gonna be understanding executive function. Uh, two is tools and strategies for externalizing executive function. Three will be hacking your environment. And four will be building external support networks. And so that's going to be uh, the, the general categories. So let's start out by talking about what the hell do we mean when we say executive function. Um, and there's a lot of different models of it. Uh, usually there's like seven different aspects of it. I'm uh, building a game about ADHD, and when I asked uh, the when I asked uh, ChatGPT to tell me what executive functions were, it said the following. And this is a, this is just one example. Um, they called it a commonly cited framework uh, that I have yet to figure out what exactly cited framework it was citing, but that's ChatGPT for you. But anyway, it, it generally is pretty good. The first one is inhibition. The ability to control one's impulses and regulate behavior, including stopping one's own actions at the appropriate time. Two is working memory, the capacity to hold and manipulate information in one's mind over short periods, essential for tasks such as problem solving and comprehension. Three, I forgot what three is. Oh no, just kidding. That was a little working memory joke that you have to do if you're ever talking about working memory. Number three is interesting one, shift. Um, the ability to switch between different tasks or mental sets, flexibly adapting to changing circumstances. Um, number four is emotional control, uh, the regulation of emotions to adapt to situations and achieve goals effectively. Five was initiation, the ability to begin an task activity and independently generate ideas, responses, or problem-solving strategies. Um Six was planning and organization, which is the capacity to manage current and future oriented task demands effectively, including goal setting and prioritizing steps to achieve those goals. And seven is also organization of materials, maintaining order and creating order in one's personal and physical environment. Now, while I understand the need to divide things into like seven different ones, there's, there's an interesting thing, I think, which is that I think there's some overlap between them for example inhibition emotional control are kind of very very related you know I mean isn't a lack of inhibitions a lack of emotional control you could even say that the ability to shift or perhaps the ability to not shift is a matter of inhibition to not be distracted by the um, evil squirrels that fill our world Uh, planning and organization and organization of materials I think that those really overlap as well uh, and so there's there's some problems also just having so many to remember, which is why I personally prefer Russell Barclay's, um theory of executive function. And I'm going to be referring specifically to the way it's described in a article on AkiFlow, which is one of the many apps that they say will help ADHD people. I haven't tried it. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not getting anything by mentioning it. I'm just saying... When you look in the show notes, then link to the article. It's just because it's a pretty good description of um, Dr. Barkley's uh, behavioral disinhibition theory. And it only has four, so that's the main thing that recommends it, you know, to me. Um, and you'll you'll see how they kind of overlap with the things we just talked about. First of all, there's behavioral inhibition, uh, which is starting out, which is saying, hey, people with ADHD have trouble. Resisting the urge to do whatever their brain decides it wants to do right then, uh, and that is, in his opinion, the most big uh, thing that that the big, the main problem that we suffer with. Um, then he kind of lumps a whole bunch of them together in the second um, in the, in the executive functions that he defines. Um, so he says that this inhibition difficulty, which is the overarching problem. Cascades into a bunch of difficulties with the four different executive function areas that he talks about. So he has nonverbal working memory, which is images and sounds and things like that. Um, verbal working memory, which is obviously you know the the verbal stuff. So uh, and and interestingly, he links that to the idea of self-regulation because. You all, you have an internal monologue. Now, Not everyone has an internal monologue, which is something that if you have an internal monologue, it will shock you to hear that you, there are people who don't talk to themselves, that don't say, Jesus Christ, Miller, what the fuck are you doing right now? Which is something that I hear in my head a lot. Um, but yeah, he says that the verbal working memory also doesn't necessarily work. Um, then, of course, he goes into emotional self-regulation, which is just the matter of, you know, responding how you handle anger, uh, love, rejection, depression, things like that. And then he puts in the whole idea of the organizational stuff, planning and problem-solving, which, you lumps under the word reconstitution. I don't care for that word much. That <coughs> sort of makes me feel like I'm eating an MRE in the Marines and trying to pour water into a beef patty pack, which if you know, you know, and if you don't know, You don't eat the beef patty back unless you eat like a crunchy, you know, salty cookie. Anyway, um, but reconstitution in his mind is the ability to analyze a situation, consider various possible responses and choose and execute one of those responses appropriately. So that's Russell Barclay's idea of what these are. Now, how do they actually apply in our particular, you know, life and, and work? Well, good question. So, for example, I have a great example. It's called NAPOD POMO, and it's the organizational aspects of things. Uh, I, very early on in NAPOD POMO, laid out in Notion a uh, calendar for my production schedule, and I put in the articles that I had already written in various places so I could see exactly what episodes I needed to do. So I was externalizing my organization time. OK, but when it came to, man, to the matter of time management about a week ago, I got an opportunity to attend a, a game design conference, which is this next weekend. Actually, it starts tomorrow as they're recording this podcast. And suddenly, my brain was not as interested in uh, napod Pomo anymore. Suddenly, I was very interested in trying to get a couple of game ideas that I had into a workable area. I even justified working on the ADHD card game, which is uh, affectionately working title is ADHD, the scattering, Um, and saying that I could talk about that in the podcast. And therefore, you know, it was actually working on the podcast. We know what it was not doing. It was not actually working on the podcast. So the problem became that this thing that I was enjoying, the doing the podcast, suddenly became the chore that kept me away from this new shiny project that I wanted to do. And that became difficult. Suddenly it became, it took more effort and energy to do that. Now I should add, this also came in the middle of a big project at work that I had to get done and work out. Now the project went pretty well. Um, In fact, it did better than expected and better than it could have been expected given the way that other um, factors put into it. So, you know, there's no complaints there. But also, during that time, I thought, hey, you know what? We should move my office down to the basement. And there was there were good reasons for that. There's absolutely good reasons for that. What there was not good was time for that. So in the middle of a big project, the podcast here, which is, again, created not just for the benefit of people to listen to, but also to encourage you to come to the open space happening January 20th, ADHD for more information or to register. But there also was suddenly I added on another project moving my desk. Also, I decided to do this project at the same time as this big project at work. And then I had this other thing pop into my life and decided that that was going to be interesting. Now, not like my life is falling apart. These are all first world problems. That being said, if you look back on my life in the past, you can go back to the um, the great DHD drinking game episode. Uh, you can see that this has been an ongoing issue where I've decided that, oh, I can do this project along with this project along with this project, even though I'm already have these responsibilities and these things because time will just magically appear and energy will just magically appear to do it. Okay, so that is the kind of thing that that causes problems with executive function. Now, some of you may be saying, if you don't have ADHD, well, or even you have ADHD and you've heard people say this, so you internalize it. Everybody has problems with temptations. Everybody has difficulties. They double book themselves occasionally. Yes, that is one of the reasons that is often cited for why ADHD is not diagnosed. Because yes, everyone has these things happen occasionally. The difference is, is in the severity and the frequency in which it happens to people with ADHD. As in, we don't occasionally double book ourselves. We just double book ourselves. We don't occasionally show up late to something. We do it a lot unless we are able to do it. And when I say able to do it, We do it a lot unless we have been able to externalize it or maintain the habits that will keep us on top of things. And it takes more energy to do that. You know, think about your job. Now think about your job. And the only way you can keep doing your job is if you're jogging on a treadmill at the same time, which is going to be harder. You can still do the job. All you got to do is jog the whole time, which is going to leave you more tired at the end of the day which is going to be harder to maintain attention, which is going to be more prone to having you trip, fall, chip your tooth on the desk, and have to go to the dentist suddenly and pay a bill you weren't expecting, hypothetically speaking. Um, This is why executive function is important, and this is why it uh, becomes such an important thing to find ways to externalize it so that it's not my brain that I'm relying on to remind me of when something happens, where I'm supposed to be, or what I'm supposed to be doing. So we'll talk more about tools and strategies for externalizing executive function in episode two. Thank you for joining and let me remind you, we will be talking about all of these things in person in Madison, Wisconsin on January 20th, 2024 at Serendipity Labs, Madison West, who are partnering with us, thank you very much. And that will be all day long. It's a Saturday, we'll have lunch provided, and it will be a lot of fun and very interesting. You can register now at ADHDopen.space. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the ADHD Open Space podcast. Again, my name is Gray Miller. If you have any comments or questions about the show, you can feel free to leave them on the podcast page at adhdos.substack.com forward slash podcast. Or you can email me directly, gray, G-R-A-Y, at ADHDopen.space The background music for the intro and outro are from Pixabay.com and are called Funny Days Together by Background Music Lab used under a YouTube Content ID license.